0: What up everybody and welcome back to another episode of Search for Consciousness Today's an interesting day And um, you know, every day is an interesting day Some are harder than others But number one, I appreciate all of you for listening And still giving me your attention in this fast-paced society Uh, I wanted to jump in and just remind you to listen to shamanic reflections You know, I feel really good And and I want to talk to you guys about something interesting So, this morning, right, I'm doing this meditation and I'm recognizing how when you meditate, you, for the most part, are creating less negative karma. Hear me out, though. Karma is created by the decisions that you make, your intentions, and your actions, right? Same shit, actions, decisions, you get the point. But... A lot of people don't understand that intentional creation is vibrational. So thoughts truly create. And if you don't believe that, at the spiritual level, there's some proof in the physics world with the particle experiments that I've talked about. Like the light particle experiments. And if you're interested in that, go check out my old uh, album. You feel me? I feel like Jay-Z. If you want the old Jay-Z, check, by my old album. Well, no, I could talk about that in a later piece But it's interesting, right? So I'm having that thought meditating And I felt really good today And um, and usually my thoughts are, you know, sporadic in the morning And it's like, yo, I gotta do this, I gotta do that I gotta post this, I gotta post that I gotta make sure I do this I gotta make sure I do this at work And today was a particularly difficult day at work You know, we had um, almost a physical altercation I had to call five parents What else happened? We had to uh, put a young lady... Well, call the ambulance for a young lady for a psychiatric emergency. And all that happened before like 2 o'clock. And I get there at 7.30. So it was, it, was, it was crazy. But the meditation was so powerful today in the morning that it helped me remember, not necessarily recognize, but remember that our thoughts do in fact create our reality. And if we can't affect the external reality, at least we can control how we respond So I'm sitting there, and I'm still reflecting, and I want to share this piece with you. I want to share the fact that when you, because I want to go back to creating less negative karma, when you create in your mind, what you end up doing is you recognize that your thoughts have magnetic capabilities. So you sit there in meditation as long as you can, and today it was crazy. It was like I woke up from like a trance almost, And then I get right to another train because I have to take two trains to get to work. And um, easy peasy. I slide right back into the trance. I'm like, oh, what a great day. Because normally it's not like that. Like I got to work really hard to, uh, or what feels like I'm going upstream to catch that level of present moment awareness. And that's the word. It was awareness. It wasn't necessarily, I like these thoughts, I don't like these thoughts, don't think this way, don't do this. It was just Be aware, fuck it, let your mind do what it does, but be aware. So, fast forward, I'm doing that, and then I get this recognition that I'm creating karma with my thoughts. So, if I'm sitting there and saying, oh, today's gonna suck, and this person pisses me off, I'm already creating something that I have to deal with later. So, today I said, I'm not gonna create extra difficulties. And I got through the day. And then, when I stopped resisting, because I'll be honest with you, one of the concerns that I have. Is that I'm not as successful as I want to be. And when I think that way, what I'm actually doing is resisting my own lessons and my own growth. So I'm having that thought, and I hope that resonates with you beautiful people. And look how instant the the universe responds. I was going to post my shirts, and I didn't want to. Because I'm like, damn, I've been posting a lot about this book. And people are going to think all I want to do is sell, sell, sell. But I said, fuck that, bro. Stop thinking negative. Maybe somebody wants your shirts. I post it. Bang. I get within like 10 minutes, I get two sales. And then I haven't gotten a client in a while to work one on one with me. Like a few people have been interested, but I've been so busy that I haven't really locked anybody in. And then I'm just like, fuck it. It'll happen when it's time, right? The right people will hit me up. What happens today? Bang. Somebody instantly hits me up. and and locks me in a, a week early. So it's a beautiful thing, and it's not always about the money, but sometimes that's just a way to get quick confirmation. So I wanted to tap in, share that with you, and just to let you know that your vibration is truly controlling the experience, your thoughts create the vibration that you put out, and you can't always control the situation, but you can most certainly control your level of awareness. That's the intro for today. Like it. Enjoy it. Don't like it. Just stay aware. You feel me? I'll jump in soon, and I just want to say I love you. My soup is waiting for me. Let me go get that soup. Do you feel me? What up, y'all? So check this out. Uh, I want to talk to you quickly about awareness and just about like the way that I would say God speaks so I had a rough day yesterday. My job is tough. Like I feel like I say that shit all the time, but it is, it is. And I'm working on the most difficult part of it is the acceptance, right? Because of the kind of work that I do, I'm around ch- children that are excessively needy. And the hard part is almost like being a nurse, right? And And as a nurse, or as a doctor, or someone that works in the emergency room, you have to be able to triage. You have to sit there and assess the situation and say okay which patient needs help which patient can wait which one's on the verge of death right and it's kind of like that when you work in a school that I work in because there's so much need and it's difficult for a person like me to say no so they know they being the students and the staff that if they ask They Most likely will receive like I feel like Dumbledore right like help will always be given to those in Hogwarts for those that ask And it's a challenging place to be in because I don't enjoy saying no now hear me out though Difficult day So I decide to uh, pray on it and then I meditate for a little bit And this is interesting because I picked specifically the numbers three 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 that day to focus on So I find this uh it starts with Shambhala. For those of you that don't know, Shambhala is like this mystical land that we don't know if it's real. We don't know if it's real, but it's this ancient Hindu land that only like the enlightened can achieve. So I find it interesting. It's supposed to be somewhere in the Himalayas in the mountains and only like high vibrational people could find it. And I always thought that was cool. Even if it's not a true story, it's it's interesting to think about. So fast forward I find something that's like, oh Shambhala, you know, chants. So I'm like, oh, let's do it. I want to get into a higher state. I'm having a bad day. I wanna I wanna I wanna not become the day. That's basically the thought I was putting out there. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about 333, and then the Shambhala's over. The chants are over, and I find this other song that's something like Oh, this is what it was and it freaked me out it was like call upon the divine spirit that was the name of the chant so I meditated on that for a few minutes and then when I'm done I check the time I'm like oh I gotta start walking back to work and I notice when I'm checking the time or when the alarm goes off because I set up an alarm because when I meditate I go into the zone and sometimes I forget about space and time so I'm meditating and then um I remember the alarm rings. I look at my phone. I get a notification. I click on the person's notification, and it's someone that you know liked my image. And I, and I look at her profile for some reason, and it says Jeremiah 333. But that jumps out at me because, remember, I've just been telling you that I've been focusing this day specifically on 333. So then fast forward, I look up what Jeremiah 3 – no, excuse me, what Jeremiah 33 – Verse 3 is, and it's literally, call upon my name. When you need me, I'm there. So it was so powerful. And it was like a confirmation that I'm doing good work. And that good work is at times challenging and not necessarily rewarding. So I'll say it again because it's a lot of information. And it may sound like just like random happenstance. But it's not. Having a stressful day. I'm praying on it. I'm like, yo, you're going to get through this. It's going to get easier. You got this. Your positions are going to change. You're going to elevate people. You're going to help people. You're going to get closer to your mission. You're in the right place. Like, I'm telling myself all this, and I'm trying to motivate myself. And then I um I meditate on both the Shambhala frequency, which is this you know, um, ancient Hindu Himalayan mountain area, mountainous area vibration that you can get to and you can see like saints and monks and holy people and then um i transfer over to the vibration of being calling upon the divine spirit and then when i check my phone open my eyes the first thing i see is jeremiah 33 which catches my attention because i've been focusing on the 33 frequency and then i get to this uh post or this part of the bible who's referring to calling upon my spirit when you need something So it it was like a hug for a moment that I needed, and it was beautiful. It was beautiful confirmation, and I wanted to just share that story with y'all quickly. All right, I appreciate you so much. Keep listening, and let's talk about being aware. Some days uh, you can't control how you feel, but you can control your level of awareness. So if you can't control your mood, you can at least control what you're thinking about and how long you allow yourself to sit in that vibration. So when I feel negative or overwhelmed or sad or any of these emotions that we can, we can call difficult, I don't even want to say negative, but we could call them difficult, the goal is to shift my awareness, to raise my awareness so that I'm not sitting in this melting pot of sadness for the rest of the day, and so that it doesn't affect the way I move and navigate through, through my days. All right, guys, I love you very much. I hope that was helpful. Stay beautiful, and I'll jump in soon. All right, so right now I wanna pivot in a different direction for a little bit. And there's just some things that I wanna address openly and I guess this is the best platform to do it. So let's start with uh, Kanye West and a few of the things that he's been saying. Number one, if anyone is offended, I would suggest that you reach out to me and that we discuss evidence that you pull to show me That the things that I'm saying are not accurate. When you do it that way, in a respectful way, you may be able to change the way I see things. I also don't want to say that I'm defending Kanye. But I want to discuss some of my theories. Number one, this is not even a theory. This is more of like an idea, but whatever. If you go to Drink Champs and type in Kanye right on YouTube. Type in Kanye West interview drink champs. The video that I found, you can click individual links like within the video and it has like subsections and you can find out what he's talking about. So what I did is I clicked the subsections of what, you know, people are getting offended about that he called it the Jewish media. And there was three of them and I listened to each one and I didn't hear anything that was offensive now hear me out though let's remove the word offensive and change it with targeted it was targeted but i once again i didn't hear it targeted at an entire religion i heard it targeted at a group of people who so happened to run high level positions in the media so should he have said jewish media maybe not he should have said Jewish people in the media, right? Or or people in the media who so happen to be Jewish. Like, let's just say I'm Christian. I'm not. But let's just say I am. And someone says, you know, that wizard does stupid Christian things. That's a super general topic, but it doesn't affect every single Christian, right? It's not saying that every single Christian is bad. And I'm not saying that Kanye is innocent right but i think kanye's at a deeper level trying to reveal the issues in the media taking it a step further ownership and this old system of the people in power i think that's what he's trying to add light to because if you really listen to what the man is saying, he's sad and angry that uh, people of color have been in these positions for so long, meaning that we don't really own as much relative to our counterparts. And yes, people of color, were stepping up and we're getting more opportunities, but there's still a lot of disparities. And I think that's what frustrates Kanye. So it sounds like he's coming off aggressively, but all he's doing is trying to reveal the difficulties of moving up in this world. He's also sharing some important highlights. For example, I don't know the lady's name, but he references this lady that's overweight, right? Not, it is what it is, medically overweight. Not saying that she's physically not attractive, but she's medically overweight and she gets highlighted to the black culture. But then at the same time, if you study the health of the Spanish and black culture, a lot of us die of heart, uh, heart attacks. So fitness should be marketed versus and and, and not only marketed, popularized. But if you really study this and this is something I, I find a lot of difficulty saying because it's hard to put into words when you study the psychographics of marketing meaning what they attack and shove down our throats you study some interesting things especially with uh we can get to the young man culture it's a lot of like yo you gotta look cool you gotta wear these sneakers but it's not a lot of education it's not a lot of like you can be successful reading books that stuff kind of gets Dumbed down, if you will, and then we repost things like toxicity. Like, look at what's trending now. Hopefully, you guys study the trends on TikTok. There's this trend going around that's like, oh, I got fired. No, oh, she broke up with me, but I became her manager. Like, like it's funny. But these are the things that get highlighted. So I think that's where Kanye's frustration is coming from. And the, 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 going back to the comment on the Jewish media, a lot of executives so happen to be Jewish. Now, is it their fault? No. But this is what Kanye is attacking. And I think people take sound bites and they don't understand it in its, in its context. So, no, I don't think he's right. I don't think he's wrong. I think he's speaking from his experience and who am I to tell him, right? I think worse things get put on fucking Cardi B, ice spice, right? You thought I was feeling you? Yeah, it's catchy. But these things are not productive in the long run to the success of the culture. And I think that's what he's saying. But to be fair, he also played a part in it too. When he was putting certain music out So it's hard because you want to be trendy You want to blow up Yet when you blow up You want to change the culture It's, it's a fucked up situation And I've thought about it too Because like even with myself at a smaller scale I used to do a lot of stupid shit when I was younger And then I saw what it did to the communities And I saw it firsthand When I worked at the jail And the young men that I saw in the jail Were younger brothers of the men That I used to hang out with you know in the hood so I'm like oh shit this really does the decisions that I do now really do affect the younger generation so I guess Kanye had a, a an epiphany at one point and was like yo with all this money and power I should do something positive positive. and when you try to separate yourself from that narrative it becomes difficult now I'm not saying he's insane I don't, I don't necessarily enjoy the way he's going about it But when you try to separate yourself from these things, I don't think you could do it in a nice way. But there are some solutions, right? And we can get to that too. But I just want to reflect on the attack on free speech. And it's interesting how people like Trump, and I'm not voting for anybody, this is not a political statement, but it's a dangerous time. Because Trump, Kanye, all these people that I may not necessarily agree with, say things and the threat of canceling them is eminent, right? Like Andrew Tate, he says dumb shit too. And people shut him down and they remove his Twitter and his social media and his Instagram. And it's crazy how they can like de-platform you if you don't agree with the things that are being pushed by those in power. So it's just something to reflect on. It happened to me when I uh, started questioning, merely questioning COVID my, uh, I believe it was Instagram, my Instagram was blocked my live feature for two months. And then my other feature on uh, TikTok was also blocked for about a week. And it's interesting because the post that I was the post in question was actually on TikTok. So how the hell did Instagram get blocked? So something is being done to silence the people. Now in this specific situation, going back to Kanye, do I agree with what he said? I don't have enough information to know. But what I will say is that if you listen intently, he's not attacking an entire group. And what scares me is group think, when everyone turns on someone so quickly. now, fuck it, since I'm on this rampage, I also want to reflect on what I noticed in baseball. And I was talking about the Yankees in a few other podcast episodes. And just hear me out. The same people, oh, shout out to Jay Z. He said it in a song. He said, the same people that night you, they're going to good night you with. That's only half if they like you. Don't believe me? Ask Michael. Right. Then he goes to like Michael Jordan Jackson. So the point I'm making here, though, in reference to Aaron Judge, is that this year he hit. 62 home runs And he broke a record And everybody loved him on ESPN And he was that blank He was that man right And everybody praised him But I remember waking up on Saturday morning And he lost a few games Or the Yankees lost a few games And the same people that were praising him A few minutes later A few days later Were shitting on him And it was so interesting Because I hear a lot of famous people saying Fame is fickle and it is fickle meaning that it's conditional and we need to love our people unconditionally but I do agree that some of our people do stupid shit so there's a balance there but I do want to show you how the same people that highlighted your skill set will use that same skill set to destroy you in ESPN during a moment of weakness if you will and nobody's perfect. And I don't think this man needs to be removed from every single product that he's put out. Now, the last piece I'll make before I get to work is that he may may also be doing this intentionally to remove the contracts over his head and eventually create his own brand separate from the major organizations. That's what I think is going to happen. It's probably going to be a crazy come-up. We shall see. Stay tuned. I love you all. Do not get offended. If you get offended, reach out to me and let's have a conversation like adults. Don't cancel me either. Later. Also, I got a little more. This is crazy. See, once you pop, the fun don't stop. There was people that were messaging me on Instagram saying they agree with the things that I'm saying. But the the soft part, I would say, is that you agree with me in silence, right? You agree with me in the opposite of what in the public light would be. You message me. I appreciate those listening that agree to come forth in the public setting. Don't be so scared to share an opinion. And that goes to show the effects of what I'm talking about. These people will message me and say, yo, I agree with you. And uh, wow, that was so powerful. Yet, when I ask for uh, recognition in the public forum, that's something that they're more resistant to. So that shows that people don't even want to show support because they're scared of being canceled or for being labeled. And it's just another scary uh, point of what I've been mentioning earlier today about the loss of free speech and varying opinions. not saying right or wrong, just perceptions. Think about it. Have a good day. Holla. Also I was a little sleepy explaining that but now I got more energy I had my mushroom coffee by 4 sigmatic free ad you feel me but um but yeah man I don't want to offend anybody with my thoughts but at the same time it's crazy because I know a lot of people support the things that I'm saying in hiding right they're like scared to come out and say yo i have a different opinion because i don't want to be judged but honestly i don't care i'm after the side of truth and if kanye was saying something specifically to the entire religion i would say that he's a piece of shit because generalizing that way is fucked up right but I don't think that's what Kanye's uh, going with and what bothers me is most people haven't even listened to the interview but they're formulating opinions and then they're like almost undercover haters because they're excited that he lost his billionaire status. Number one, money's not everything, that's number one. And on top of that, Kanye will continue to have more money than most of us will ever see in our lives. I actually looked at his net worth and he's still technically worth $400 million. So who the fuck are we to judge and as if, as if we never made mistakes. You see what I'm saying? My bigger concern is this fear of speaking out against things that are wrong. And people are very fearful of doing that and I think a lot of people think in a herd mentality. So that's why I wanted to share this piece. Obviously you could you can disagree as much as you want. We're all, you know, related in our own ways and you are 100% allowed to question the things that I say. And and, and to provide other evidence So if you can do that Please share it And let's have a uh, Respectful yet engaging conversation I appreciate you guys And I'm sorry if I offended you Uh, Let's have a good day Love you very much I'll jump in soon Yo, yo, yo I'm back wonderful people I'll probably end it with this segment I just wanted to jump in And reinforce this idea My beautiful people Do not let the emotions win The uh, human mind is likely to quit if you let it sometimes you gotta force things my beautiful people and uh let me be specific because you know forcing the wrong thing can get you in trouble but what i'm referring to is for example you don't want to go to the gym and you're like you know what i'm gonna go home today and sleep and that's how i felt honestly i had a rough day my job has gotten it's been crazy but Dude, I was going to uh, let my emotions win And then I buckled down And I forced myself to go to the gym I ran, not at the fastest miles But I still did like, you know, 75% of what I normally do At least I burned 200 calories, okay? And then I I worked out And now that I'm done, I feel good I don't want to reinforce weakness And don't confuse that with Exhaustion, right? Like if your body's fatigued Then don't force yourself, right? Because you could hurt yourself But I'm not talking about that kind of fatigue, right? I was more emotionally fatigued than anything else And I I don't want to cave in, right? So I know some of us, it happens to us And we rather pick like comfort But the more we do that The more we we reinforce that if we have a bad day We can excuse the things that we want to do And you know Farrakhan says it He says that sometimes we pick Stupidity to reinforce Like We pick I don't even know how good he said it Because I don't want to chop it up He said it really powerful But like that we would go to Something that we know we shouldn't be doing Because secretly we fear How powerful we can be Right so Don't let like stupidity or laziness be your own obstacle. And that's my message, I was at the gym, and I'm like, yo, I'm so fucking proud of myself now that I did it, and I think things will get easier. You're facing things you don't wanna do, and you just build this discipline and this, this mindset that nothing can stop you, brother, brothers and sisters. So, uh, so that was that. And then I wanna share a story without saying too much, that, uh, you know, I'm usually on the side of peace, but when patterns repeat themselves, Sometimes you got to push back, brothers and sisters, and you have to know when to set boundaries. So today I set a boundary and I was like, I want to address something that was said via text message in person. And I thought the person was going to escalate it. But instead, they actually backed down, which I'm surprised. And then uh, it was interesting. I was playing like mental chess So if somebody backs you to the corner, my brothers and sisters, sometimes you got to flex on them. You feel me? And I don't ever mean to be disrespectful. You control your emotions, but you hold your boundaries, right? Because if you don't hold your boundaries, then people will walk all over you. And on that same note, I guess I really will finish it off with this. I uh, read an interesting meme today that I posted, and it was talking about how you should give people the time relative to how they provide peace in your life. So I'll try to say that again. There should be a direct correlation between the peace that someone provides you and the amount of time and attention that they get. So I posted that on one of the you know, uh, groups that I'm in, a Facebook group that I'm in about mindfulness. And this young lady wrote back and she said, well, if I listen to your advice, I'll have nobody. And, um, you know, I'm used to this at this point. I've been posting on social media for years. And a lot of people just like to oppose your viewpoints. Some people genuinely have concerns. And and then some people just like being dicks, right? They're angry and they just want to annoy you. So I was like, you know what? There's one way to handle this. Let's find out what this young lady really means. So instead of going back and forth, I asked the question and I said to her, "Um, so what? Because I wanted to gain clarity. So I'm like, so what you're saying here is that no one in your life provides peace. And this is the interesting thing. So then she responds and she says, well, no, not my boyfriend. No, not my parents. And then at the end of the end of the sentence, she writes, but I don't even know what peace is. And it was like, ding. And it gave me this idea. How the fuck are you going to find something or define something that you don't even know what it is? What would peace look like to you? So then I said to her, well, thank you for saying that. We, we basically avoided an argument. And we got to this point where we got a lesson. Right? There was a reflective piece there. And I said to her, this may be a great opportunity to explore what peace would look like. And I was being 100% sincere. I was like, if I was you, I would devote time to figuring out what the fuck peace looks like. And then assigning that to people. But to add to that peace on peace, you feel me? To get it, peace, you get it. P-I-E-C-E, not P-E-A-C-E, peace. To add a piece to peace... Don't also make it extremely or solely external, meaning that people have to give it to you. you got to provide your own peace. And when people are now, uh, I guess, disrupting that peace, it's up to you to separate yourself or up to you to pick and choose when's the right time to set the tone, which is what I had to do today. Somebody continuously uh, and habitually... (laughs) It's like using big words. That's how you know I'm annoyed. And, um, you know disrupt the peace So I was like This is not going to change Unless I change So I needed to do that But going back to this young lady It was a really great moment Because it showed her That she's seeking something And expecting something Out of individuals That she doesn't even know How to obtain herself Brothers and sisters So when you obtain peace Then it's easier to ask for peace And if somebody says Oh, you don't even know what you want You can clearly define What peace looks like, people Alright, so to wrap up this podcast Because we covered a lot of content I got into a little bit of Kanye I got into a little bit of the book stuff I got a little bit into everything And um, before I let you guys know Before I let you guys go I want you to sit here And truly reflect on what peace would look like Uh, Tell me what peace feels like Close your eyes and just imagine it right? Peace to me is waking up Whenever I want Going down and making a coffee, you feel me, meditating for a little bit while that coffee's brewing Having a delicious, uh, healthy breakfast, some cereal, some good cereal though, fiber cereal with a strong coffee from Four Sigmatic Ah, Then I would uh, let that settle, I'll probably do some Tai Chi, then I'll probably do some cardio Shit, if I was like rich, rich, I'd swim I was like Regular rich Like I am right now Not rich rich But regular rich You feel me I would uh, What else would I do I'd probably bike ride i will definitely swim Because that shit is fun uh, I said that already and, and just stuff like that That would be peace Then I would get into Like my business deals Then I would start Checking emails I wouldn't wake up And just get straight To work though So I want you guys To recognize what peace is Now in, internally right Surrounding my uh, Social relationships What would peace be No arguments Or very few arguments um, very few moments of jealousy, just authentic love and appreciation for each other, building each other up, no disrespectful side jokes, like I hate friends that like to uh, make jokes about you all the time, like that's so unnecessary, that's like, to me, that's like uh, backwards hating, or, or like, what's that called, Sub- subs, like subs, just be direct, you either fuck with me or you don't, so that's peace, right, clarity, Somebody said it's the absence of confusion. All right, so before I go, let me leave this with that. I want you guys to think about this question. What does peace look like to you? And maybe we'll answer it in the next few weeks. I love you all very much. Thank you for appreciating another episode of Search for Consciousness. You guys are great. Thank you. And uh, stay out of trouble. God bless. Amen. And holla.